Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 800, and we're looking at Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 5. Let's read the passage. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, So who is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a small child and had him stand among them. Truly I tell you, he said, Unless you turn and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child, this one is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one child like this in my name welcomes me. This is the gospel according to Matthew. Matthew is writing this gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the Messiah. He's given us this teaching, preaching, healing ministry of Jesus. And we've had this shift following the confession of Peter, where Peter says, you are the Messiah. Then twice we've had Jesus predicting his death and resurrection in Jerusalem. We saw the Mount of Transfiguration, where Jesus was revealed in all his glory to three of the disciples. So the the shift of focusing toward the completion of Jesus' mission to go to Jerusalem and die. Die for the sins of people. And we're at the point also where we've pretty much finished the Galilean ministry. We're not going to have any more interactions with people in Galilee. Chapter 18, which we're starting here, is the fourth of the five discourses. And it's just with the disciples. And we're not sure of the exact location. We assume they're still in Galilee because immediately after this, it says they leave Galilee and go into Judea. And that begins the journey to Jerusalem. And this is the fourth discourse. And there's different names for the discourses. Matthew doesn't give us a name for it. But it's about relationships. So some call it the Discourse on Relationships. Some say it's the Discourse on the Church because it's about Christian relationships, how we relate to one another. And because the Church, some then call it the Ecclesiastical Discourse. But it's not so much about formal church as an organization, but the community of Christians, the body of Christ. Now, some of that exists within the form of structured church, but it's really how we get along with one another as followers of Christ. So we start in chapter 18, verse 1. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, so who is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Now, we've just had the discussion about paying the temple tax, and Jesus asked, well, in a earthly kingdom, Does the king charge his family members tax? No, he charges strangers. But we shouldn't be paying the temple tax because we're children of God. Well, that brings up the question then. Earthly king's family members have this special status. What about us as children of God? What's that mean for us in the kingdom of heaven? And we've seen Peter kind of rise here to be number one disciple. Peter was the one who had the confession that Jesus is the Messiah. And because of that, Jesus had some really nice words to say about Peter. On this rock, I'll build my church. I'll give you the keys to heaven. And and so 
Peter seems to be pretty special. He was one of the three that was taken up on the Mount of Transfiguration. He was the one who was told to go get the coin out of the fish's mouth to pay the temple tax for Jesus and Peter. So Peter seems to be in a pretty special position. Is he president of the kingdom of heaven? Because Jesus has already said, and they seem to be catching it now, they don't like it, but the idea that Jesus is going to Jerusalem to die. Well, then who's in charge after Jesus is gone? So these are questions they want to know. And there's always competition between one another. Who's working for who here? What's the hierarchy? What's the organizational chart going to look like? Where am I in all of that? So they're asking, who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Verse 2, he called a small child and had him stand among them. So here he's dealing with a child, and the language is specifically a child. But through the rest of chapter 18, we're going to see references to little ones, referring to disciples as little ones. So this is kind of setting the stage to for the disciples to be referred to as little ones. But here's this is an actual child. So he called a small child and had him stand among them. Verse 3, Truly I tell you, he said, unless you turn and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. So here's one of these truly I tell you statements. And that's where he says, this is something important. Take note of this. So this is important. And then what he actually says, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven unless you do this. This sounds like a big deal, a really big deal. So I think we want to make sure we get this right and don't just accept a uh, an offhand comment for this. What is he saying here? Now it begins with, unless you turn. That means change directions. Unless you do something different. And what's the thing that they got to do different? Well, they're just asking about who's the greatest. That's the key here. They got to turn from that. That will not do. And unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of God. So what's it mean to become like children? Well, so often we hear interpretations like, well, children are innocent. They're humble. They're receptive. They're trustful. I don't think that's it. And, and so be careful about just accepting ideas like that. The key is verse 4, where Jesus says, Therefore, whoever humbles himself like this child this one is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So here he answers the question from verse 1, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And it's the one who humbles himself like this child. And this is the key to understanding this passage here. And what's it mean, humbles himself? He's not referring to have a humble attitude. But he's talking about placing oneself in a low position of authority. Understand how a child was in their society. It meant much any society. Children on the lowest end of the authority ladder. Children cannot make decisions. Decisions are made for them. So in the hierarchy of authority and decision-making, children are the lowest. And so when he's talking about being like a child, humbling oneself to be like a child, remember, he's answering the question, who is the greatest? And the one who is the greatest is the one who places himself at the lowest end of 
the authority ladder. So that's the one who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And, and this is incompatible with this desire for greatness that we saw in verse 1. Who's the greatest? And so that's not the way it works. And then he goes on to verse 5. And whoever welcomes one child like this in my name welcomes me. Now, this is not saying Jesus loves the little children. He does. But back to how children are viewed in society. Children are the lowest of low. Children to be seen, not heard. And preferably not even seen. Children have zero authority. And what the, this doesn't speak to the child themselves, but how others treat the child and see the child. And remember, this is all in the context of greatness. And he specifically says, welcomes one child like this in my name. Where would we normally see that kind of language? Welcome someone in the name of God. Talk about somebody great, somebody wonderful. Welcome a prophet in the name of God. Jesus says, welcome a child in my name. So he's saying, welcome the lowest of society in my name, just as you would the greatest of society. So it's really talking about how we deal with one another, moving beyond status and hierarchy to fully accepting one another and not trying to be better than one another and not playing favorites in who we pay attention to. So the question is, who's the greatest? And, and Jesus' answer is, now is that not an appropriate question? That's an incredibly dangerous attitude. And unless you change your attitude, you don't have a place in the kingdom of heaven. Because there is no one who wants to be great in the kingdom of heaven. There's only those who want to love one another and love the Lord. Humble oneself is to place oneself in a position of humility. Not just have an attitude of humility, but place oneself in the position as a servant to others and desiring to welcome one another regardless of the status of others. So this begins the discourse on relationships within the church, within the body of Christ. It begins with this idea of mutual submission to one another and mutual respect for one another. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.